So Easter, there's no time in the world I'd rather do water baptisms than Easter. So we're going to be baptizing some people in a few minutes. And so it is so exciting that on Easter Sunday we get to get together and, and baptize. So I love when I can create my message around baptism. And so what we're going to do today is I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Easter and baptism. And then um, we're going to go to that and do some baptism. and end then after that with a little bit um, about, about water baptism. And so why do we baptize people? You know, it's a time where we get to celebrate with the people that are going to get baptized, some who have just given their heart to Jesus, some who have accepted Jesus years ago, and we get to celebrate with them that decision, that, that action of saying, I have given my life to Christ, and I'm making a public declaration about it. So basically, water baptism says this. For the person who's being baptized, it says, I'm all in with Jesus, and it says, I'm part of this family. Because that's what it really does. It includes us. One faith, one baptism, Scripture says. So it includes us. It says, I want to be part of what God is doing. I'm part of the family of God. And I particularly love to do baptisms on Easter. We do them other times in the year. But I particularly love to do water baptisms on Easter because water baptism is the Easter story told in the life of every person who comes to Jesus for forgiveness and salvation. See, that's what the Apostle Paul explained to us in the letter that he wrote to the Romans. If you have a Bible, flip with me if you would to, to Romans 6 or turn on your, turn on your uh, phone and go to Romans 6. And you're going to say, wow, I didn't realize that Easter is water baptism, but that's what it really says. Look at Romans chapter 6 with me. We're looking at the first 11 verses. You there? That's what it says. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall he who died to sin still live in it? Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through the baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with Jesus in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died is free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ... We believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, never to die again, death no longer is master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So what do we know about the season we're in right now, the Easter season? Jesus died. What's, what, do we, what, how, what day do we celebrate that on? Good Friday. And I hope you're here for the Good Friday experience. We had a wonderful contemplative time here Friday night. So Good Friday, Jesus died. And then what happened three days later? Jesus rose and we celebrate that today, Easter Sunday. Between that, he died and he was buried in a tomb. And God the Father resurrected him to eternal life by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the Easter story. And verse 4 of our text here says that our water baptisms unite us 
with those events. Look at exactly what it says. Look at verse 4 again. Therefore, we, having been buried with him. Now, we actually buried with Jesus. You ever stuck in a tomb? No. How were we buried with him? We being buried with him, how? Through baptism into his death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we, we too might walk in newness of life. We died to sin with Jesus. We died to our old life, which was ruined and ruled by sin. And it says here, we are buried under the water of baptism like Jesus was buried in a tomb. And that's why when we do water baptisms at our church, uh, like so many um, uh, Christian people, that we do baptism by what's called immersion. Because what we do is we actually take you and dunk you under the water, and then you come up. Why? Because we are like Jesus being buried under the water or being put in the tomb. So we are symbolically buried at baptism with Jesus. That's our Good Friday. That's our Good Friday. And then like Jesus, we are resurrected from death by the power and the glory of the Father. We come up out of the waters of baptism. That's our Easter morning when we rise from the waters of baptism. Water baptism is the Easter story applied to each and every one of our lives when we come to Jesus and follow in doing this ordinance. And water baptism reveals what God's plan is for each of us. That we would, what's he say? That we would die to our old life. That old life that he says here is ruled by sin. That we're helpless really to get better. And then in Christ now we live as new people, living new lives free from sin's bondage and loving, now living in loving union with our heavenly father. And look at verse five, look what it says. Look what it says about this life. For we have become united with him in the likeness of his death certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. We are like him in dying. Why? So that we can be like him in living. And how does it say Jesus lived here? It says Jesus lived with resurrection power. This whole section that Paul is writing about here to the people in Rome, he was writing to them saying that in Christ, you can live a life of overcoming sin. You can live a life of becoming more like Jesus. You can live a life where you're not dominated by the things of the world anymore, that you can be free from those things. And he's saying, and water baptism proves to you that that's God's plan for your life. And look at the results of this empowered life. Look at verses six and seven again. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we know are no longer our slaves to sin for he who is died has died is free from sin what's what's paul say here he says sin has been conquered in a person's life when they come to christ he says we are no longer slaves to sin we are free to live and we're free to love, and we're free to become more and more like Jesus, who is our model of truly whole and free humanity, free from anger. We can be free from unforgiveness. We can be free from guilt. We can be free from controlling sin. Friends, Easter, water baptism, reminds us that God's plan is for us to live lives of resurrection power, lives of victory over all the things that the world has that can bring us down. 
that we really would grasp the magnitude that what happens when we come to Jesus. Easter reminds us, let's, let's really get a hold of what has Jesus done in our lives. That friend, water baptism and Easter say to us, sin's grip is really broken in Christ. And we can, because of Jesus, choose to not sin, choose to overcome, choose to not be held back. We have the power to overcome in Christ. We are free in Jesus. We are free to become. We are free to overcome. We are free to be free. There's a song we sing that says that I'm free. That's what it's all about. Easter and water baptism remind us of that. Do we grasp what this really means to us? When we come to Jesus and we receive salvation, it does not end there. And some people think like, I make a decision for Jesus and it's all over. No, it does not end there. It just begins there. Water baptism is about new life. Easter is about new life. The new life with Jesus is to be a life of resurrection power that overcomes, that leads to a life that is beautiful and transformed in Christ's likeness. Because sin is defeated, there is nothing impossible in our lives now. There is nothing that's holding you back from becoming the person God wants you to be if you're in Christ. In fact, the Spirit of God within you, and the Bible says this, it's the same, the Holy Spirit is working in you to create um, a masterpiece. The same Spirit that raised Jesus lives in you. And that the Holy Spirit is working in you to create a masterpiece that God has already planned for you to become. There's an author, he passed away a little while ago, a Bible translator. His name was Eugene Peterson. And he, he said this about this. He says, we are splendid, never to be duplicated stories of grace. In other words, in Christ, you are a masterpiece and you're a masterpiece in progress. That the Holy Spirit is working in you to create you into a masterpiece that God has already planned for you to become. The reason that God chose to have us recognize salvation by water baptism is so that we would get this point, that really the truth is our old life really is dead. It really is gone. It's really been buried. And some of us in this place today probably need to come to terms with that truth. That you have come to Jesus, but you still struggle. And one of the reasons you still struggle is because you believe that 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 thing in your life has a grip on you that can't be broken. Jesus says that's not true. He says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within you when you're a follower of Jesus Christ. And that you did your old life. You died and you were buried. Jesus was buried. You were buried. And in Christ, you have been risen to new life. So some of us in this place need to, to remind ourselves today that that is the true, that your past is really dead and gone if you are in Christ, and you really are a new creation in Christ. And now, new life by the power of the Holy Spirit is yours to have. You have also risen from the grave. Friends, water baptism, Easter, is a declaration that we are now able to live lives of victory and freedom. In Christ, according to Paul, we are alive. The tomb is empty. He has risen. He has risen indeed. And we are united with a living Savior. In him, the scriptures say, we live and move and have 
our being. So today we get to celebrate that that is true, that, that God's offered us this new life in Christ and that life is a life of power and that it symbolized what we saw at Easter, death and, and new life, that water baptism said the same things for every person in Christ. You die to the old and you live to something brand new. We can know that the, Holy, that the living Savior is working in us. He's working in each of us to make us into a beautiful masterpiece. Amen? People think it's about when I die, I go to heaven. That's part of it. Change lives is what it's about. He wants you to meet him, have, recognize that he'll change everything about you from the inside out, and then you live with him from there through all of eternity. And so I have one final thought I want to share with us today um, before we dismiss today. You know, we've said this earlier. Easter is about life, right? It's about, the Bible says it's about real life. And so we get that. Now, there's a living that's just a little bit more than existing. You get up, you know what I'm talking about. You get up, you go to work or you go to school, you take care of responsibilities, maybe do something to fill your time with some fun, and you go to bed, and you set your alarm, and you get up the next morning, and you do it again. And that's existing. But Easter says there's something more. Easter is about abundant life. The Apostle Paul, in the same book that we read from earlier, just a few chapters later, in chapter 8, had this to say. He says, But the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. This is written to people who are followers of Jesus. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells within you. You see, the Lord here makes us an offer. That if we are Jesus' followers, we're in Christ. It says, then his spirit dwells within us. The spirit's the one, the Father, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. The spirit's the one who, who interacts with us, who dwells within us. And he says, the Holy Spirit, when you're a child of God, actually dwells within you. And it's through the reality of his indwelling spirit, spirit that we then experience real life. We experience joy. We experience um, the Lord speaking to us. You know, we, God's created such a way that by the Spirit, He can actually speak to us and say, you know, I want you to do this or I don't want you to do that. It's because of the indwelling Spirit. It's, it's when you're down, the Spirit can speak to you and, and lift you up. You know, the power of God by the Spirit is in us to set us free to empower us, to set us free from struggles. The, the power of God within us is a resident in us to give us wisdom. I don't know about you, but in this world today, I don't want to rely on my own wisdom. I need the wisdom of God. The power of God by the Holy Spirit is resident here because we're the kingdom of God and where people fill the Spirit for God to do, to heal people and to help people and to transform people and to set people of, of, of free. God is with us. Why? Because he's alive. He didn't stay in the tomb. Easter reminds us that the power of God is limitless. He could raise somebody from the dead. And it reminds us the power of God is present, ever present with us right now. Through the Easter message, he is saying that basically something like this to us. He's saying, hey, I raised Jesus from the dead. Do you just think that maybe I can handle your situation? That's what Easter says. It says, hey, I raised a dead guy. 
Jesus from the dead. Do you think that just maybe I can handle whatever comes your way? And the answer is yes, he can. And he's saying this. No matter how lost or hurting you may feel this Easter morning, no no matter how messed up your life may be, or maybe the whole world thinks you had everything together, but inside there's a sense of complete emptiness. Easter says to us that God's limitless power is available to you right now to come into your life and if you want to give you a brand new life, life of the power of the Spirit, a life as a follower of Jesus. So this Easter, if you've never given your life to Jesus, this is absolutely the perfect time where you saw people saying, that's what I did and this is the difference it's made. That today's a day you could say yes to Jesus. You could do something like this. You say, Jesus, I know that I need you. Jesus, I know that I'm lost and I'm doing my best, but it's not working. And so right now, Jesus, just in my seat sitting in this place, I say, Jesus, come into my life. I need your help. I need need a brand new start. Wash away all the junk from my past. And from this day, give me a brand new life in you. That Jesus, I don't want to live anymore where I am my own God. But I want you to be my God, my Lord, and my Savior. So today I turn to you. And I ask you to come into my life. And make me brand new. Friend, that's what Jesus wants us to do with our lives. He wants us to receive him and allow him to do what only he can do within us.